0: Today on the newscast, archaeologists believe they have found the hometown of the apostles Peter, Andrew, and Philip and the site of some of Jesus' greatest miracles. We'll take you there today on the shores of the Sea of Galilee next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas and a happy Hanukkah. We're starting today with some breaking archaeological news. Our good friends at the City of David, Ancient Jerusalem, one of my favorite places in all of Israel. You've seen it many times here on The Watchman. They announced today that they are about to begin an excavation, a large-scale excavation of the Pool of Siloam in Jerusalem. Now, the Pool of Siloam has been featured here on the newscast, and it is located in the Ancient City of David in the shadow of the Temple Mount. Now, 2,000 years ago, That's where worshipers would ritually cleanse themselves before going up to the temple to worship. It was built some 2,700 years ago. It was part of Jerusalem's water system during the time of King Hezekiah, so a fascinating sight. And as a Christian, there is no doubt that Jesus and the disciples would have cleansed themselves in the Pool of Siloam as observant Jews... Before going up to the temple to worship. So, this is very exciting news. Now, what you've seen on the newscast previously of the Pool of Siloam is the small portion that has already been excavated. But again, the Israel Antiquities Authority, the great archaeologists there, are about to embark on a major excavation. You got to believe the Pool of Siloam was huge 2,000 years ago, right? To accommodate all of those worshipers. So a major excavation, and they will be opening it to the public. That is very exciting, folks. We will give you updates on that. Also exciting is a discovery on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, where archaeologists believe they have found the ancient city, biblical city, or I should say town, of Bethsaida, the hometown of the disciples Peter, Andrew, and Philip, and a place where Jesus performed some incredible miracles, including making a blind man see as laid out in the Gospels. Now, for years, there's another site close by to where we're going to take you today, also on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. It's called the Etel Excavation. Many have believed that Bethsaida was located there. But the two gentlemen you're about to meet today, Professor Stephen Notley, he's an American Christian and uh, Professor Moti Aviam, a top Israeli archaeologist. They believe that their El Araj excavation is indeed the actual site of Bethsaida. They started this excavation just a few years ago. It is right now an active archaeological dig, and we are going to take you there right now. This is a clip from The Watchman Show on TBN. Remember, You can catch The Watchmen every Thursday night on TBN at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Let's head now to the shores of the Sea of Galilee, to the very place where it is believed Jesus once walked in the town of Bethsaida. Take a look. We are going now into the remains of a 5th century Byzantine church. Exactly. Wow. But there are some older gems underneath. Yes, there are. Stephen, when we talk about a 5th century Byzantine church, people might say, okay, 5th century, Jesus was 1st century. Why was this church so significant in
1: piecing together the puzzle of ancient Bethsaida? I think it's because the church is associated with the tradition of being built over the house of Peter and Andrew. And so, of course, when we speak about Byzantine churches, uh, there are a number of Byzantine churches that are built in the wrong place, let's say. They, They start having pilgrimages in the fourth century. They need to remember events, remember sites, and sometimes they don't know. But it seems that this church, because this church happens to be built on top of roman period remains it seems that when they came and built this church they actually remembered uh the site of first century bethsaida yeah. and constructed the church here to commemorate the house the home of peter and andrew
0: people say okay you're saying bethsaida has biblical significance wow a lot the gospels lay out a lot that happened here very significant signpost in Jesus' ministry but there is an inscription that you guys uncovered on the Eloraj excavation. Why is that inscription from the 5th century so significant?
1: Because that inscription sort of ties Peter to this church. There were those who said, okay, you have a Byzantine church, but how do we know that it's the one that we read about uh, in the pilgrims, in the pilgrim reports, that it's built over the house of Peter? And the inscription was found. It was a medallion inscription, and it was uh, a dedication in honor of the, the benefactor who financed the the mosaic floor. And within it, it, there's an entreaty, a petition for seeking intercession from the chief of the apostles. And that is routinely uh, the person of St. Peter, the apostle, uh, and asking for him to uh, intercede for the benefactor. His name is Constantine, not the emperor, probably Mm -hmm. some other figure, Mm -hmm. and his children. And so that was the, if you will, the smoking gun or the connection to Peter to this church. And again, if this is the church that's built over the house of Peter and Andrew, it's also clearly a sign that this is Byzantine Bethsaida. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of those sort of come together. The inscription sort of brings those all together in one Point, and again strengthens the continuing evidence that we're unearthing uh, to suggest that we're on the site of the lost city from from the Gospels, Bethsaida, which was the last city that we had not yet located. Mm-hmm.
0: the time of Jesus, this place would have been a thriving fishing village. We're right on the north side of the Sea of Galilee, by the way. Here is a remnant. Here's an example of how this place was thriving. Moti, what do we see inside of this square?
2: This is one square. The square is our frame of excavating. It's nothing to do with the engine buildings. We decided on four by four meters square. And we dug here because we wanted to know how large the site is, where we can find more and more houses. So we dug over here. That's about 100 meters away from the church we've seen earlier. And 30 centimeters below surface, a wall of a house dated to the Roman period, 3rd, 2nd century CE. What you see here is the paving of the courtyard with a taboon, a cooking oven Mm -hmm. in the the courtyard. Then there is an entrance to the uh, uh, room, one of the rooms themselves. And in there, we discovered uh, uh, two uh, cooking bowls, uh, one jar, uh, two uh, three um, uh, bronze uh, uh, bowls, uh, oil lamp, and a bottle. And uh, just yesterday we took from here a uh, an iron pickaxe, an axe. Yeah, and wow. two, and this morning we found here an, an um, uh, weight, fishing weight. Okay. So. It's not a surprise, we have hundreds already. It's on the shore, people who are fishermen. It's a fishing village. So uh, this is a, a fishing village and, and we are going next week to expand the dig with another square over there yeah. to get a little bit more from the from the house. And in coming year, we do uh, uh, want to enlarge our ex- we finished the, the church this time. I will go to, to see more about the uh, Roman village. You'll be
0: digging this or place up. And yeah. hey, it's exciting. This is an active archaeological dig, a rare privilege for me uh, to be here. And you didn't have to dig very deep, by the way, to uncover that treasure trove, Moti. Fascinating. Who knows what is next here? We'll talk about that in a minute, too. So
2: the sentiment is below. We'll get into the first century
0: you get into the first century, and that's the time of Jesus, Stephen. And look, there are places in Israel where you could see, well, maybe Jesus walked here. Pretty high likelihood that he walked here, where we are standing right now, biblical Betsaida. Okay, why was this site so significant in Jesus' ministry? And what are some of the just incredible events, some of the most incredible events in the Gospels that occurred right here?
1: I think one of the things that drew Jesus here is the number of his followers. We know at least, uh, according to John's Gospel, uh, Peter, Andrew, and Philip, Probably others of the, we don't know where all the apostles come from, Uh, likely others came from here as well. Um, So I think that's one of the things that drew Jesus here, is that uh, this was sort of their home base in a sense. I mean, he was also in Capernaum, but he seems to have spent significant time here. Mark's gospel gives us the account of the healing of the blind man. One of the interesting things that sometimes is overlooked uh, that when Jesus is on the northwest corner of the lake and comes across the lake to the other side, uh, in English that's a relative term, but in in the direction of the Gospels and the language there, that's always here. It's always referring, when it uses it, it refers to coming here so, to the northeast corner of the lake.
0: But Saida is the other side yes. they're referring to. This is Muslims. where
1: he comes okay. over here. Um, and, of course, this is still Jewish population here uh, along the lake. As as you move farther south, you have mainly Gentile, uh, non-Jews down there that's mm-hmm. why when they're they're sort of blown off course after the storm remember the storm and the calming of the storm mm-hmm. they they come into harbor at Gergesa and you have the Gergescene demoniac uh, and, and of course the raising of the pigs and people always say what, what are mm-hmm. Jewish people doing raising pigs these are not that's not Jewish population there yeah. uh, up in here in the northeast corner of the lake if you think of the lake as a clock like one o'clock on the lake mm-hmm. uh, just on the other side of the Jordan uh, we have Bethsaida, where we have fishing, we have people coming through here, uh, transiting from Galilee over up onto the Golan Heights. So this would be a main uh, travel route through here. And it seems that a lot of Jesus' ministry took place in this area. One of the events that Luke is very clear about, uh, the feeding of the 5,000 takes place in the wilderness of Bethsaida, which again, the the area of Midbar, it's it's not a desert. This is the wilderness area, the area that is not settled on the outskirts of Bethsaida. It's here that we have the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes.
0: Folks, what a thrill it was to walk in what may have been the ancient biblical town of Bethsaida. It doesn't get any better than that. Hey, a quick reminder again, that clip, if you like it, you can watch the entire show, episode 243 of the Watchman TV show, just TV show, just go to tbn.org. You can check it out and you can watch the TV show every Thursday night on TBN, 10 p.m. Eastern Fridays, 6 30 p.m. Eastern time. Also one last programming note before we go uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, December 28th, we will have a Watchman live stream right here on the channel between four and 5 p.m. Eastern time. Join us live for a full hour. Bring your questions for our Q and A session. It is going to be good until then. Thanks for joining us today. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.